Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Back to the Nutramedical Report. We have, of course, uh, Lowell Ponte, whatever wise man here in Nutramedical. He's also on many other shows all over the network. I think his schedule is chock a block full. Uh, I think we're going to talk about part two of uh, predictions for 2018 plus other topics. We talked uh, before the show today about ice ages, about the modern ice age, and about long ice age cycles. We talked about um, other aspects of how to change the albedo of the planet using sulfur and how some of the policies of the left and the enviromaniacs have actually changed the albedo and may have actually done the opposite of what they expected. Uh, I remember talking to um, Dr. Isley in March of 1997, who was the founder of the World Constitution Parliament Association and a uh, physicist who um, planned on doing things like carbon capture and changing the albedo of the planet to stop global warming. And, of course, you wrote a book back 41 years ago called Global Cooling and documented very clearly that with science, we're actually in, heading into a modern ice age, which occurred drives the Vikings out of Greenland. What people need to understand is that the world is going through lots of changes. Uh, in fact, we're a class-level culture that we can actually manipulate our climate to be whatever we want it to be. Uh, in fact, weather modification technology is now in the purview of five nations. America and Russia are the most advanced, and also triggering off geotectonic and volcanic events, tsunamis, etc., is really child's play for us now. So the idea that we're a victim of either superstorms like Harvey and Irma or these uh, cooling periods like we just had with a polar inversion where you know the, there's snow all the way down to the panhandle of Florida, People need to understand that uh, a lot of this is purposeful victimhood of the population because it makes it useful for the globalists and their agenda. So uh, let's predict what's going to happen in 2018. Uh, I saw a little bit of a blurb of some of the comments that that, um, Steve Bannon made about Donald Trump and his family. Uh, I would like you to kind of highlight that. But where do you think 2018 is going? Because usually the first term of a president, they lose seats. I have a feeling that Trump's going to gain seats because of the tax plan, people are going to have more money in their pocket. 
Uh, but I have a feeling that the other side is going to be in a state of apoplectic shock by what Trump's going to do, despite all of his uh, tweet defects and so on. Trump gets things done, doesn't he? He does, and Barack Obama gave America eight years of economic stagnation and collapse, so I don't know why anyone would want to go back to that. Of course, Nancy Pelosi famously said that it would be the end of the world, Armageddon, if the Republican tax plan were passed. And if you understand the Democrats, you understand why. They had this wonderful system worked out where just as in, for example, the days of Jesus 2,000 years ago, the Romans didn't actually collect taxes themselves in places like Judea. They rather uh, had a bidding war between various consortia bidding for the right to collect the taxes in Caesarea or Tiberius or Jerusalem. (laughs) And the winner would then be given the authority to squeeze whatever money it could out of the people. And so it could usually make a profit by winning a tax bid for an area. But the Romans didn't have to dirty their hands with it. They got the money up front. Well, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats have used something like that, too. <clears throat> that is, their idea was to put very heavy taxes on business. Most people don't realize the average business in the United States pays something like 46% of all its income right off the top to federal, state, and local government. Uh, Trump has now cut that, at least at the federal level, to 20%. States like California will increase their taxes, therefore. But still, businesses will be better off. But then the businesses would pay the tax to government, would turn around, add the tax at the cost of doing business onto the cost of their product, Uh, and wind up being paid by the consumers. So people who would snicker into their sleeve and say, oh, we made those businesses pay a lot. No, you made yourself pay a lot. If you could actually see an honest price tag on, for example, the next new car you buy, you'll find that half the cost of a new car is taxes, tariffs, and imposts. Wow. So what's going to happen in 2018? What do you predict? Well, there are two major concerns. I mean, I could predict a 100 different dimensions of things, all of which are uncertain. But we know this. The U.S. since World War II has maintained a thing popularly called the Pax Americana. That is, we've had our defense protecting places like Europe. Europe has been the most peaceful it's been in 2,000 years, these last 68 years. Uh, ever since the Roman Emperor uh, Augustus implemented the Pax Romana. And that's been a great boon to Europe, but it's been a huge uh, American might has rested on our economic strength and on our military strength. We used our military strength to bargain to maintain the dollar as the world's dominant currency, the world's reserve currency, by by making a secret agreement with Saudi Arabia that they would sell their oil only for dollars in the world market. And that meant that people had to acquire dollars if they wanted to buy OPEC oil. And that was tremendously valuable to us because we manufacture dollars. Right. That's that's our primary... uh Oh, export is dollars. Yeah, but now the Chinese have issued what they call the petro yuan to challenge the petrodollar. The petro yuan will also be able to buy oil on the world market. But the difference is China will issue contracts for oil backed by gold, which the U.S. has never had to do. And thereby, China strengthens its bid to become the world's other reserve currency, which would greatly weaken the dollar 
put us into a kind of bidding war with China, and it would all be rather unpleasant. Now, at the same time this is happening, <clears throat> Europe had depended on NATO, which was always commanded by an American officer. However, on December 14th, just a few days after White House Security Advisor H.R. McMaster yeah. warned that China is committing economic aggression against us in China and Russia, quote, are undermining international order and stability, close quote, beating the Pax Americana. Right. Uh, we see the complexity that Europe just voted to implement PESCO, P-E-S-C-O. By Europe, I mean the European Union. Yeah, what is PESCO? Explain to people, because this is the first time this has happened since the Second World War. It is the permanent structured cooperation agreement whereby the nations of the United of uh, EU, the European Union, will meld their militaries into a unified military under European command, not under their own command. And once that's done, there will be no more countries like England allowed to Brexit or leave the European Union. Or Hungary, which is uh, pretty well on the front of the list just to leave, as well as Austria. Yeah, well, five, five EU countries voted against PESCO. Denmark, Ireland, Portugal, Malta, and the United Kingdom, which is still trying to leave. But um, once that's implemented, Europe could overnight airlift 50,000 troops into the capital of your country in Europe and say, you know, you don't really want to leave, do you? You remember what Abraham Lincoln did to the state of Maryland after, right. uh, during, during the Civil War where suddenly there were Union cannon pointed down every major Baltimore street. Right. And, and they were militarily occupied because they had not joined the Confederacy, but they had talked about it. Wow. And, of course, and of course Washington, D.C. would not allow Maryland to join the Confederacy because the only other place bordering them was Virginia. In other words, Washington could have been surrounded by the Confederacy if Maryland had seceded. And so we have an ironic situation that uh, the United Kingdom is seceding from the European Union, but the European Union is seceding from NATO, from wow. command in uh, Europe. And now remember, the, I'm, I'm the only one in the press talking about it. What I'm amazed is you people of those very important points, now there's a consequence. The European Space Agency, about 15 years ago, started to fuse its space defense with ours. And this is something I talked about uh, to our guys at Missile Defense Command 25 years ago when I worked in the mid-90s at uh, Shriver Air Force Base. Took care of employees there. We now have made an alliance uh, for our missile defense and our nuclear missile targeting systems. It's fully integrated with Europe, and they're leaving NATO. Bad move. By the way, it'll take them decades to be able to be cool to what we can do to protect them now, so they will not be able to defend themselves from Russia or China or even Iran if they decide to nuke them. They're being taken over by Muslims anyway. Exactly. And welcome back. And uh, so, Lowell, you've got some more uh, news here. By the way, as an occupational doctor, both as director of Health South in Denver and working in Illinois, etc., I can tell you that people that smoke dope have a lot more chances of having industrial accidents with equipment, especially if they combine with alcohol or other drugs. There's a significant higher chance of small for days babies, car accidents, death, and poisonings, by the way, especially if they're eating things that are made with marijuana. There's a lot of poisonings in it, three times as much. 
The stats are that you basically make an entire population relatively useless, and 7%, if you actually measure their genetics, will become develop a psychopathy when they're usually using marijuana on a daily basis. So 7%, based on their genetics, will become socio-psychopathic and not function properly in society uh, based on their genetics. So uh, thank you, California and Colorado and other five states that put these stupid laws in. It's like the drug Soma from the, movie, from the book uh, 1984. It's a really disgusting thing. Right, brave new world. And the other thing they're doing, too, and this is something that's bizarre, at the same time, this is also an entry drug to opioid overdose. So when you start using marijuana, especially if you have a pain syndrome, your next thing to do, especially if it's not working on the third or fourth joint, is you start getting into opioids or fentanyl, or now the new illegal drug brought in by China called carfentanil, which is many times more strong than fentanyl itself. Um, so, which was the article I wrote, I wrote an article about that, China's new opiate war against us. Right. So uh, October uh, 30th last in the American thinker. Now, one of the things I want to throw out, just before you get into your other things, is why would China be this aggressive unless they thought they could actually reach forward and pull Damocles sword from the rock? Uh you know, you know that's the ancient sword, whether they call it the sword of destiny or something or whatever. The reason I say that is because we're the primary customers. If they don't have us as customers to sell their stuff uh, to America and American families at Christmas time, in other words, Santa's elves look like very much like Chinese, they're going to kill their economy. And their own economy, basically, they can't sell to themselves. They don't have a large enough economy. They build dozens of these giant cities inland that nobody lives there. So I, I think the Chinese have, lot, have their brains off the rails. I think there's something suicidally stupid about their current behavior. Somehow they think that because they've, they've built their first aircraft carrier and they're weaponizing these islands and they've got a lot more short-range nuclear missiles and they've got this bad dog called Kim Jong-un that they've literally going to do nothing about. I predict this next year you're going to see a trade war with China. China's going to try to get aggressive. And to be honest with you, there's almost certainly, if there is a decapitation of North Korea and China tries to resist, Japan will nuke the hell out of them. And the Chinese don't get it. For some reason or other, they're so arrogant, they just don't get it that they're actually walking themselves step by step toward their own destruction. It doesn't make sense to me, economically or otherwise, what the heck they're doing. This idea of a petrol yuan is a direct challenge to the American military hegemony because if you destroy the dollar, you destroy the military projection of American power which stabilizes the world. And in fact, without that stability, people don't understand it. The world will blow up, and we'll have a big you know, spread of biological, chemical, and nuclear weapons like crazy, and we're going to have a series of wars that's going to get way out of control. So the Chinese don't, I don't understand what they're trying to pull off. They're, they, they haven't thought this through correctly, have they? Well, apparently not. I mean, China used to be like the Arabs. It used to be a power that viewed the world in terms of centuries. And since they were rising and we were falling slowly, at least in theory, they could afford to wait 25, 50, 100, 200 years and gradually just take over the world by being superior. But no, they they developed the, the horrible Western illness of having to show a profit next quarter of, uh, of showing that under the reign of the emperor, Xi Jinping, the, and he has basically declared himself emperor for life. Right, now, yeah. Uh, 
they, he, they have achieved all these great things. Now, as to marijuana, I also want to raise a glass for the new year to CNN, the Cannabis Nearly Impaired News Network, uh-huh. as, as one of their reporters actually demonstrated how to use marijuana uh, really? on one of their newscasts. By the way, this was the same newscast where Don Lemon, their famous anti-Trump reporter, uh, celebrated by kissing his boyfriend and saying, I love you, baby, on camera. Uh, oh, well, what surprised me about that, of course, was not that he's homosexual, or as one female CNN host put it, I have bigger balls than Don Lemon. We all knew that. What we didn't know was that Don Lemon's boyfriend is white. And after all his racist, anti-white rhetoric aimed at Trump, uh, it was kind of surprising to see him kissing a white man instead of another black man or so on. Oh, my. But that's show business. What can you yeah. say? Yeah, what can you say? Well, while we were in space, uh, China has a space station that is going out of control and is going to crash into Earth sometime this coming March and carrying all kinds of ca- uh, you know, dangerous, cancerous chemicals. And it could hit anywhere from the 43rd north to the 43rd south parallel. It just depends on how quickly it's dragged down. So that's China for you. By the way, uh, 43 parallel would be about what? New York City, Boston. I, I know that the 40th is Philadelphia, and the 30th is shared by Los Angeles and Casablanca in North Africa, or thereabouts. So that's how the world lays out. Well, about five years ago, the Chinese did something really stupid, which were warned against, which is use killer satellites and blew up some satellites in space. So now they have... Thousands of shards of this debris, some of the size of a ball bearing, that can rip through a spacecraft coming into near space around the planet. So the Chinese basically built these killer satellites to literally knock our eyes in the sky out or to try to create weaponized satellite systems basically to take over near space. And um, there's some of the policies that the Chinese are doing now that's suicidally stupid. And uh, honestly, I can tell you right now, at the rate that China's going... They're going to precipitate a conflict, possibly by the end of 2018, because uh, the only thing I can see that might be positive is we scare the hell out of the military and they decide to off Kim Jong-un with poison so that we don't go and decapitate them, just like the comments on Trump made after Kim Jong said, I have a nuclear button on my desk, and, and Trump says, I have a bigger button, and it works. Uh, you know, once in a while, Trump will do something that's both hilarious, scary as hell, and he actually... Uh, you know, a little bit like childish, but oh my gosh, you're almost glad that he's so unpredictable. And he because, has really big pants, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, honestly, I can tell you right now that if Kim Jong doesn't get it that he's about to be decapitated, he doesn't get it that having nukes is actually a liability, he's going to get it real soon. Uh, because the idea that they can strike America, and I had one of the guys from CENTCOM, Jason Burgess, on the show about five months ago, and I can't get Jason back on. I think I scared the hell out of him because we've talked about everything classified on the show, and we posted it up on YouTube and Vimeo elsewhere. Uh, the fact is that um, North Korea, in the last two years, are putting up another satellite in the next week or two, and then one that they have up now crosses airspace over the lower 48 states twice a day. They can do an EMP on either coast, 300 miles off the coast. We wouldn't even know they're there. We have... Um, their missile test they did just a few weeks ago could, with a different trajectory, hit anywhere in the United States they want. And even if they got crappy aim, they're going to kill a lot of people. 
I guarantee you on Trump's watch, it's not going to happen. So bye-bye, Kim, and bye-bye, China, if you try to interfere. You're going you're gonna to bite it. special stories you want to mention now uh, that you want to just kind of pop out there. Uh, 2018 is going to be a hell of a year. It's going to be an exciting year. It's going to be like it's going to be like one of those uh, high-speed roller coaster rides that they've never actually had a test ride on that goes higher, faster, and does more twists and turns than ever. And somebody's still tightening the bolts on the ride before the first riders actually get up around the corner. And it means there's going to be some death. There's going to be some surprises. And there's going to be a lot of nations that think they're going to pull off stuff like China with their petrol you want are going to get a hell of a shock when they realize what America is going to do. Because it's my internal sources that all these cryptocurrencies are actually managed indirectly by the no such agency, the NSA. Uh, this month, actually two days ago, Turkey launched its own cryptocurrency for, for Turkey and also Venezuela. People need to understand that what's going on is cryptocurrency is the first phase of what's called the cashless system that's tied directly to the virtual world project called the Matrix, like the movie. And, in fact, the central node of that is right in Free Street Air Force Base with sub-nodes around the world. We're ready to capture the entire planet in cyberspace, and people like China just don't get it yet. It's just bizarre, isn't it? It is indeed. Um, These are monumentally arrogant and stupid people. You know, the worst thing is to have someone who thinks they're a genius and they have a marginal IQ collectively. It's disturbing, isn't it? Sure. Well, it's amazing how many things actually have the wrong label on them, and that may be part of the confusion. For example, the taxation system is actually largely a welfare system. That's what yeah, it's, it's a transfer of money from one group of people to another, which is why Nancy Pelosi is thinking it's Armageddon. Yeah, because that's why they want the DACA kids without any attachments, because they just want them to vote. They want them to all vote Democrat so they can take over, and they want the welfare state to expand to the point where, you know, like Denmark, everybody's taxed to death, and it's one of the happiest states in the world, which is BS, because if you're making a decent income, it's going to be taxed away to somebody else. Yes, but what I'm thinking of, for example, is there are 30,417,609 people who paid zero income tax a year ago, right. but they got back from the government $89.6 billion. In other words, they got back an average of $2,945.57 each while paying no taxes at all. Wow. They got this because the tax system, with all of its credits, like the earned income tax credit and the child care tax credit and so on, uh, will pay you back money even if you paid no money in to begin with. Yeah, now this doesn't include all the other welfare things because I guarantee whatever health care system they set up, uh, no matter how they fund it, and, and my guess is when Canada tried to put in their national health system, and I, they started off in Nova Scotia, Canada by the doctors trying to get insurance for their patients, and the government took it over, and then they reproduced it in Manitoba. 
because they were lobbying because they were NDP, which elected the Democrats. What I see it coming is they want a system where <clears throat> everybody's guaranteed health care. It's cookie-cutter health care like Canada. If you need something innovative or advanced, forget it. It's not going to happen. <clears throat> and so what happens is without the free market system, you're not going to have innovative functional medicine or advanced life extension technologies. You're just going to have cookie-cutter, I called hangnail medicine at the speed of light. It's disgusting, and it doesn't do a damn thing except pre-embalm you so that, you know, uh, you're embalmed with a bunch of medications, and your life is miserable before you finally die. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what Trump's going to do next, but everything they've done so far to me is not really dealing with health care because the three phases have a good catastrophic plan for everybody, which is good to get rid of the mandate so people can actually buy catastrophic insurance at a reasonable rate. Then they should contract directly with doctors to get primary care, 40 bucks an adult and 20 a child like the one in Topeka. And then the preventive health care should have a policy where you people can buy on the open market with competition, things like quantum testing like what we do, or advanced blood test kits sent to you, and you can go to a lab tech or even have a mobile tech come to your home. Uh, you have telemedicine or have go to see a functional medicine doctor, whether chiropractor, naturopath, or MD, and actually do preventive or genetic epigenetic therapy to try to extend your lifespan. What I see happening, I don't see the functional medicine advancing. It's interesting that Donald Trump and the uh, head quarterback of the Patriots both see my colleagues in the Academy of Anti-Aging and Life Extension Medicine. That reason why Trump is so frisky is because he's seen one of my doctors that make people frisky at his age, 71 now. I think he's going to be 72 this coming June. So he's frisky because he's getting something that the rest of the population are not getting, which is life extension therapy. Yeah, I'm just a few months older than he is. Us 1946 babies are like that. Right. Uh, meanwhile, what does the government need the money for? Well, it turns out that the average federal employee, the average, now makes in total compensation $123,160 a year. Whoa. The, the average non-federal uh, person earns in salary $58,726 a year. So they're about like 40% of what the uh, government, yeah. Yeah, around 40%. Wow. And by the way, the uh, federal workers also get wonderful health insurance, life insurance. Uh, they get $10,000 of their student loan covered by the government. Uh, they can take up to 12 weeks off under certain circumstances. Well, why don't they just make everybody a government employee? Well, they're doing the next best thing. They're, they're angling on the left toward what they call basic income. They're doing this in Europe and here. And, of course... The idea is everybody will be paid a guaranteed stipend of, say, 13000 a year. So if you get together with a few friends, you can afford to have a nice house and all live together and pleasantly and without lifting a finger. In the meanwhile, all the work will be done by the robots, and the robots will be declared electronic persons as they're doing in the European Union, so they can be taxed. How proud. But here's a, wow. medical, here's a medical point that I was inspired to think of you of. I've often heard you say there is a deep link between Alzheimer's and diabetes. Yeah, I'm the one who actually discovered that. In fact, I was yeah, working with Dr. Audion. Guess what? There is a new press release out from researchers at Lancaster University. They were working on a diabetes drug and found a drug that may actually be profoundly efficacious against Alzheimer's. It is a triple receptor drug or triple agonist drug. 
Well, what happens in, them, in brain cells, astrocytes, is your GLUT4 transporter and your insulin receptor number uh, reduces. And when you reverse the diabetes in astrocytes, remember, 95% of resistance in early diabetes is in your skeletal muscles. Because remember, it's an adaptive change. So ancient Neanderthal man, 219,000 years ago, which is part of our ancestry, survived ice ages because they could build up body fat by raising blood insulin levels by literally knocking out the zinc superoxide dismutase in their skeletal muscle, which caused a number of insulin receptors and GLUT4 transporters to dock. So the only way you could drive your muscles and use glycogen as fuel, you switch to fatty acids, which means you could have hundreds of thousands of calories of fat to survive ice ages and famine. So basically, diabetes is an adaptation to ice age. And uh, when those resistances start to travel out of the tissues, which it starts to in the kidneys, so you get nephron disease and leaky uh, small, small particle albumin, which is called microalbumin, uh, and then eventually if it goes to the brain, you get astrocyte resistance patterns that develop because you lose magnesium in the brain and, and what's called the N-methyl-D-aspartate receptor is activated. So now you lose the GLUT4 transporter and the insulin receptors. So basically uh, dementia is just diabetes of brain cells. So these idiots... Uh, literally working on stuff that I discovered. By the way, when I discovered this with Dr. Hewn, I had threatened to pull my license for doing the research with the head of pathology. So um, repeatedly as I've made discoveries, including the first technology to measure A-delta fiber recruitment up the spinal cord to the base of the brain, uh, to make the first machine FDA approved in 97 with Dr. Jim Hedgecock for the American Sensory Medicine Association, which I'll get Jim on in the next few weeks. Um, and uh, we have Dr. Randall Cork, one of the senior people there, I converted this machine from being, and it's subjective to the first objective pain mapping for E-delta and C-fibers in history. But you know what? I re- the result of that was persecution by the powers that be, not only the WorkComp board, even though we were using it to map out where we do spinal pumps and stimulators and transferaminal nerve blocks. And I was training at the Sandshoot Center and doing that, getting ready to do my pain boards as an interventional pain specialist. So let me tell you, the medical system is disgusting. They eat their own. It's disgusting. This is Dan Pillard. What do you think of my prediction that we're going to have a trade war with China this year, that we're going to have a decapitation of the Kim Jong regime? My guess is the Iranian revolt is actually a direct result of the deal between America and Israel as a strategy to take over Iran. Iran is going to be decapitated. And the, the people of Iran, and I have Iranian friends, told me that not only did they, they take out uh, Mossadegh and put in the Shah, but they took out the Shah and put in uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini, that's the CIA, the uh, the criminal intelligence agency, just like the FBI, the federal bastards of instigation. These guys actually engineered and put in this super religious state, which the people didn't want. Back in the 70s, before they put in all this crap, even with the Shah in there, it was a tourist trap for Europeans going there because they liked going to Tehran and all the other places. They had uh, cafes, women didn't get persecuted like they do now. Uh, the mullahs were not arresting people. Yes, they had the Savat which if you were counteracting the, the, the Shah, you ended up dying in unusual circumstances. So the people didn't want the Shah around. 
But when they brought in the Ayatollah Khomeini right now, just look, I think there's 21 students and, and uh, dead already with the protests. This isn't going to go away. Uh, the, the, basically, the Iranians know that if the, we don't uh, have a removal of the mullahs and their plan to support Hezbollah, all the extra money we gave them, by the way, through Obama, went directly to Hezbollah and to other terror organizations and didn't go to the population because even though their economy is growing at 7% per year, the people in, in there are starving to death and can't afford to buy food. So the Iranians are completely ticked off with the mullahs and the Rouhani, uh, even though he's a little more popular than the Ayatollah. Uh, what do you think of what's going to happen in Iran? I really think that the people there are, are not going to back down. They, these, the Iranians are tough people. They're not going to back down from this terrorist regime that runs their country. Well, I would hope not. Of course, the official story of how the Ayatollah took over is that Jimmy Carter was terribly offended that the Shah had as political prisoners about 3,000 mostly Soviet agents who'd come across the border into Iran and that he was torturing them and, oh, this was intolerable. So Jimmy Carter ordered the CIA to cut off the routine $4 million a year payments being made to the various clerics not to preach sermons against the Shah. And once their bribes were cut off uh, at Jimmy Carter's order, then, of course, they did begin preaching against the Shah. That destabilized his government. That led to him falling. The Ayatollah took over, and one of his first acts was to take the 3,000 political prisoners out, line them up against a wall, and shoot them. So much for human rights. Meanwhile, well, Jimmy Carter was a very incompetent fool, wasn't he? Oh, he was one of the worst people in human history. Yeah, Jimmy Carter is an idiot. I mean, the, the, the deal that he made with Iran, and again, look at the deal that Obama made, giving billions of dollars to Iran to somehow stop them from advancing nukes. Are you kidding? When he's writing in Hebrew how he's going to destroy uh, Israel and he's, and he's saying death to America, come on. You know, well, uh, but the Shah, remember, during the Arab oil embargoes, Persians are not Arabs. They're very no. afraid if you call them Arabs. Uh, the Shah was supplying oil to Israel during the Arab oil embargoes. Right, exactly. The Shah was a very dedicated ally of the United States. He did whatever he was told. In fact, he even left quietly rather than actually fighting the CIA, which is he said basically you can leave quietly or you can leave bad, unquietly and we'll kill you. And the Shah left very, very quietly and it was brought back to America. So people don't understand that the, the Shah totally cooperated with whatever the CIA wanted, including the installation of the Ayatollah Khomeini, which they put him in there. By the way, I'll, I'll, I'll give a few more details, but first, just let me say, a lot of this is outlined in detail, this kind of power shifting in the planet. In Craig Smith's, in my book, Money, Morality, and the Machine, uh-huh. uh, you see every week on with Neil Cavuto on Fox Business. He's a monetary expert. He and I have written a seven of these books. I know. You guys are amazingly prolific. Yeah, this one is 250 pages long. Any, any of your listeners can get this absolutely free and postpaid. It will not cost you a penny just by calling 800-630-1492. Now, why do we do this? Because, frankly, Craig doesn't need the money. I mean, this is a very successful entrepreneur. Uh, we're just trying to share ideas and information with people so they know what's really being done to them. Right. And help understand the forces at work in the world, much as you do your show here as an act right. of consideration. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, one of the things that people should understand is that 
We have solutions out here for every problem, whether it's health care or missile defense. I put up a few weeks ago a laser net missile defense system, which I'm fully familiar with the systems they have. I understand the astrophysics and the, and the military technology from Aegis and everything else. I took a 2009 report from the Department of Defense from Mr. Coyle, and I advanced and they had a number of other slides showing how to put in the laser net system using the Gerald Bull super cannon and plasma micro rockets and a laser net that would spread for miles, square miles, to grab missiles or warheads and destroy them. We need a complete missile defense system, and we should not only share it with our allies, we should potentially share it with our future impossible enemies so that nobody can proliferate nuclear weapons, not even a sawed-off country firing a missile. And you have to understand it was the starving people eating parasites. North Korea could wipe out New York City or a major population center like L.A. People don't get that. They don't get it that basically we need to make the world completely impervious to nuclear and missile attack. Well, I would like to be able to encourage decentralization rather than more centralization in the country. But anyway, to get the book yeah. absolutely free, you just call 800 Six three zero fourteen ninety two. Leave your name and phone number. We'll get back to you. Find out what kind of book you'd like, and send it off to you. Eight hundred six three zero fourteen ninety two. And my oh, book here, you said the physical book or an ebook, right? Well, yeah, whichever kind you prefer. I think there's several books, don't you? You have you offer more than one book, not just Money, Morality, and the Miracle. There was a second one you had out as well, right? Uh, well, right now we have out our Real Money Perspectives magazine that contains all of my predictions for 2018, much more than we could talk about on the show here. Yeah, more, more than today, yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to just maybe a video where if we put a PowerPoint up of all your predictions, we can get it all over the blogosphere, like YouTube, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Speaker, Vimeo, etc. Because you've done some really good work, and so has Craig. And where do you think Craig thinks the cryptocurrencies are going? Because I'm sure he's a billionaire based on gold and silver. I think the next move that Trump should make is to back the dollar with gold. Now he's opening up Anwar. We're the number one coal. We will be the number one gas and oil producer in 2018 in the world. We need to make the, the petrodollar not based on a deal with the Saudi Arabians and OPEC. It needs to be based on the fact that America will be the number one oil and gas and, and coal producer in the world next for, year. For developers in Alaska were also on the verge of opening the world's biggest gold mine, and Obama regulatorily shut that all down. By the way, that mine is, is the largest, the next largest in Williams Lake, British Columbia, Canada. That's the next largest gold mine on the planet, and that one is going full force in, in Williams Lake. The one in Alaska is so big... It would make Midas cry, <laughs> King Midas. I mean, it's amazing how much gold there is up there, isn't there? Yeah, so, so it, it certainly, but, but let's come back to Jimmy Carter in Iran just to remind right. people. Of right. This is a guy who got the Nobel Peace Prize, right? If Jimmy Carter had not overthrown the Shah, there would have been no Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. They wouldn't have dared because it's right next to Iran. The right. Shah would not have tolerated it, and he would have responded right. Uh, we would not have had an Iran-Iraq war that killed more than half a million people if the Shah had remained in power. Right. Uh, during the war in Afghanistan, various uh, freelance groups like the Taliban uh, and like uh, Al-Qaeda in particular were involved. And Al-Qaeda, you'll remember, later carried out a bombing of the World Trade Centers and the Pentagon, or an attack on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon here. So Jimmy Carter was responsible for destroying the World Trade Centers in New York City. 
indirectly, but he was responsible. In other words, this is a man whose hands were covered in blood. But, but remember now, when oh, we look no. at Al-Qaeda and, 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 and ISIS even, they're proxies of us, and I call terrorists or us. These organizations would not exist without the CIA providing them with sat phones and backup and, and materials and weapons and everything, uh, and training. I mean, that's why we have, uh, you know, uh, John McInsane doing selfies near, near a, a village near Amman, Jordan, in 2009, actually, showing how he's taking pictures with the guys that are running everything, including uh, some of these other leaders of ISIS. ISIS is us's. It's ridiculous. Uh, that's why the Russians even take video pictures of us having these guys that we literally allow them to escape from Raqqa and other places where we actually allow their leaders to escape to the consternation of our own troops. Amazing stuff, isn't it? Well, thank God we have you as a beacon of wisdom every day here. Well, you're, you're my uh, co-beacon. You know a lot of stuff. A wise man. Again, get this book. That number again to call is... 800-630-1492 at the year Columbus sailed the ocean. I'm glad you guys changed the number so it's exactly uh, the right year. Um, amazing. Of course, Lowell Ponte will be back next week, back at a regular time slot, 12 noon. And when we come back, we're going to have Jonathan Gray from New Zealand, and he always has some amazing things to talk about. 2018 is going to be, an, in the words of the Queen Elizabeth a couple of years ago, an Annus Horribilis. In Latin mean a horrible year. It's going to be a hell of a year, literally. Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.